0: How's it going? This is Ty, and this is also the Fiction and Copy Decoded podcast, and I'd like to welcome you, which of course, I always do. Here we talk about fiction, copywriting, persuasion, marketing, and several other issues. Ever since I discovered that fiction writing and copywriting do borrow from each other in quite a few different ways. So without any further ado than we've already had, let's get to it. All right, today's episode is number 170, the episode that this post and episode combination that are connected in this particular way for today. is titled, Becoming the Business Editor at a Publishing House Almost Overnight and Why It Doesn't Matter, originally posted September 24th of 2014, which I'm not going to read everything in there because that would be boring and I'm going to add some things too. To that applied now that didn't apply that. First off, that's actually the start of December 2021. So that's pretty cool because new months bring new opportunities, new ideas, and fresh outlook, I've, I've found. And it's helpful to dig into that and uh, to help with creativity and what have you. The main point of this post actually being as far as like creative endeavors or really any endeavors in business, it doesn't matter when, where, or how you start. Because I had started out as this particular uh, publishing house, very, very small house as a proofreader a couple of years back, just, just proofreading scuffs. Cause generally that's, if you work your way up the hierarchy, how they normally do it, that's where they put you. If they're not sure about your ability and so on. It was kind of a work my way up kind of situation, but part part of it was, part of it wasn't because I started out as a proofreader and then things kind of were going okay. And then one manager got a recommendation from another manager. I'd proofread for this one manager to get me on the horn to edit for this new manager because I was familiar with the author's work because he wrote both books that these managers are working on, they're working on one each. And I, of course, had been asked, since I had been a proofreader, they knew about me. And I think in asking for more work as far as that goes, because I was enjoying it despite how it started, which I didn't actually talk about here. I may talk about it before, or should say before, later, if not in this episode, if I can think of it to be another episode. Okay, so after a few emails back and forth, uh, to get details and expectations ironed out, it's really important to do that too, because as an aside, because to say we'll figure things out, sometimes that falls short. Really, it does. Okay, I got an email introduction to the author I'll be working with. And I was carbon copied onto the welcome email the manager gave the author about me. A few sentences in, I read this word. The, I read, I'd like to introduce you to Ty. He's our business editor. And just like that, I became a business editor. No pitching, no award ceremony necessary. And I... I didn't treat it as a title because I usually don't care about that stuff. I'm there to do, I think of work as work and things might be prestigious and so on, but I usually try to boil things down to, all right, I'm here to help you do a certain task or a job or something else and we'll go from there and we'll get along and we'll both do the best we can sort of a thing. I treated it more as a commitment to make a strong book. And so I did those things. I edited. We had to have consulting calls, emails back and forth, questions about edits. So I was a business editor at that point, still, still basically am one. But it, it doesn't really matter. And it doesn't really matter where you started. Because I, I didn't need this title. Oh, he's a business editor. I didn't need the title to start editing. Like I don't need anyone's permission and neither do you. If you want to go do something, well, if you want to go do something in business, like nobody needs to give you permission. You can give yourself permission. Sometimes, sometimes working within a hierarchy like a publishing house or somewhere with an established setup that you need to get in you may need other things but as far as if it's something you want to do you want to pursue you can do the parts that you're responsible for you can do those things on your own if you choose to i didn't need that title but i did need the trust of my manager i did need that recommendation that is something that really worked it not the title it was this recommendation and the trust that they had in me way long long time ago to that I knew how to get things done. As long as you have goals and plans, it's all right. You might not be a business editor. You want to write, maybe you want to write poetry or you want to get yourself a following on Amazon. Just depends on where you want to be and what you want to do to get there. Because especially with creative endeavors, it's it's a lot of work. It's very... This is why writers have communities and so do artists and other freelancers. Creative work is often very lonely and very isolating because of the amount of study you have to do sharpening your craft and the work you put together so you can have other people may read it. Other people may not. It just depends on if you want to put it out there. But then then after that, you've got to go back to your creative cave and do it all over again so that's that just depends and it doesn't mean you can't just because you have you haven't ever done anything before it doesn't mean you can't start now or at least figure out how to get started that's okay as long as you can learn the basics and you can improve your skills by getting feedback from people who have come before, as long as you trust them and they're going to places you want to go. And even if it, that's fine. Even if it results in like a personalized rejection notices or having to get a critique partner. The principle, because principles stay the same, but details that change are changing. Like with social media, online video, like Facebook hasn't been around for very long. Well, I shouldn't say it's been around for quite a long time as well as Google, but it hasn't been around as, say, the written word or the idea of language. Those two things have been along for quite a long time. Facebook and Google are just different mechanisms and different ideas, different concepts strung together that take advantage of language and other details. Writing is about being in one place and getting to another place. And I'm not immune to this either. Something that has struck me was humans tend to compare themselves to one another a lot. If that they want, they, they want what someone else has, and it can be encouraging or discouraging. Because a lot of people would say, oh, so-and-so encourages me because they got to the place where I want to be and I can get there too because I see them do it if they're a close personal friend or what have you. Other times it can be discouraging because we think of like the overnight success, quote unquote, where we don't see all the blood, sweat, and tears that went on in the background for sometimes decades to get that writer or that person to where they were as long as you know what that person went through to get where they are it can be somewhat encouraging like uh stephen king throwing the first part of his novel in the trash and having his wife dig it out and read it and she said you know what hey this is this is really good you should do something with this And it's like all it takes sometimes is that one person or that one success that you build on. Now, I'm not saying that everybody listening to this or even for me that are going to have the success of Stephen King because Stephen King is in a class by himself, of course. But there are certain bumps along the way that a lot of creative people go through that are going to be very similar that will have to be weathered. And even the greatest, Stephen King, one of the greatest writers probably ever write, went through it too. That's the encouraging part. And I need to tell myself more often about those things too. Like I'm top of the list on that. Sometimes we need to look back on life to figure out how things went and other times to salvage stuff and other times if it's really bad depending greatly on the circumstance maybe not it's like okay i just want to go and just forget that ever happened just keep the lessons but forget the rest of it because it was so like traumatic and sometimes life happens you know as long as you can as long as you can internalize what you learned from it i think that's important to give us the impetus to go on and sometimes in life, things happen that really are good. So if you want to start to do writing, to do editing, I mean, you, you can do it. You can go research those things to check out what to do. Is it easy? No. I, I know it's not easy. I'm not saying it is. It's, it's, it's simple, but it's not easy. That's like, okay, to write... We just need to get a keyboard or some paper and pen and write. It's like, okay, well, whatever we you write, well, that'll be up to you. Is it any good? Well, if it's at the beginning, maybe not, and so on and so on. It just it greatly depends. But you don't need someone else's permission to knight you with the ability to go to to write or to edit or to have any other creative endeavor if you want to go do it. Granted, it might not be any good at the beginning or it might be so-so. As long as you've got someone you trust to look it over and the determination to get better by consistent effort, I think there are places you can go that a lot of other people won't get to because they aren't willing to put in that effort. And that's from someone who knows that they need to put in more effort. Of course, that being me. Because I'm not the hardest working individual on the planet. But it's also, you can improve your skills. Whether people recognize you for it or not, that can be hard. Because I think a lot of people want to have recognition of skills and of what they've done. And sometimes they don't get it, despite the fact that they may be very good at what they've done and what they've honed themselves to be able to do and do well. But that recognition, if you're good, it comes usually, it comes usually from different sources but it can also make creative work, including writing, frustrating as well as rewarding. It's like, okay, well, it's cool to be recognized and cool to have certain opportunities. But then it's like, all right, it took however many months or years to get there. And it's painstaking sometimes. And not all writing is like that. Some of it is, some of it isn't. But the interesting part of it, it is... You If you want to get started doing creative work, you can, you know, just go, go do it. Because you don't need to have somebody tell you you can or can't. (laughs) Because they're not the ones who want to do that creative thing. You are. That'll be the end of this episode. I appreciate you guys hanging out. To learn more about the blog this podcast has connected to, you can visit it at fictionandcopydecoded.wordpress.com. You can learn about me there. You can also learn about me at my copywriting samples website, which is YOLA Yolasite is one word. It's Y-O-L-A-S-I-T-E.com. Oh, well, you can support this podcast by liking, sharing, commenting, and subscribing to get the word out. You can also become a monthly contributor if you'd like. For $0.99 cents a month, you'll get my thanks at the end of each and every episode. Well, not individually, but collectively. Uh, for $4.99 a month, I'll give you a part of the show notes for that week, for that episode, and the month that you're featured. Terms apply, of course. And for $9.99 a month, I'll do a 30-second to one-minute ad for you to promote your business during the show. Again, terms apply. All right. I appreciate it once again that you took time to listen to me today, this week, this time. And we will catch you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day.